Welcome to the podcast. We talk about all the things that are hidden in shadows. This is Isaac. And this is Megan. And on this random day. Yeah, I'm it's a random it day. Yeah. yeah. So last time we tried to record this, it did not go well at all. Mm-hmm. At all. Like it was bad for me anyways on the psychic level. I don't know what what was channeling in or what I was channeling. Um, it had been a while since we cleansed our house. So it doesn't surprise me something kind of slipped through. And normally I, when I cleanse, I don't like take out every entity. Like I allow things that need a, like their messages heard or whatever to come through, but it has to go through this barrier and the barrier stops if anything is negative or bad intentions. And so most of the time stuff that comes through is okay. Um, but. I had, I don't even know if I lo- unlocked another part of my ability. Uh, I don't know exactly what happened. The best way to describe it was like, I don't like, it sounds so far fetched. People are probably like, what the fudge? But it was like, cause in the room that we have the podcast in, we have a bright light and the bright light moved to like the center where it looked like I was on an operating table. The room didn't look like the room. It looked like an operating room and I looked down at my hands and I had like sores everywhere. Granite, there has been an entity that's been kind of like floating around here coming in and out. That's she's wearing like, I think I've said it on here before, but like on a haunted, haunted update, but like she has like a hospital gown and she keeps saying they're like dumping the patients. I think I've said that her name is Mary and but I've never had that happen. Like something will show it to me in my third eye, but I've never act like the best way to describe it. And it's funny enough that we're like leading into like Ed and Lorraine Warren was spoiler alert. If you haven't seen the third or the final um, Conjuring movie, don't watch it or don't don't listen. Skip ahead. But where she's almost like teleported. I, I don't even know. Like it sounds bizarre to me, but like. I don't know. It was like the entire room was not the room. And like, I, I, I was asking Isaac questions like, who are you? Where am I? Why, why is this happening to me? Like, and I legit was asking those questions. Like it was not like, it was not, it was not like me. So yeah, that freaked me out to a point where I didn't, I didn't want to do the episode anymore. Um, now anyways, the house is literally fortified. Um, I did a cleansing of the outside of the area and like a heavy cleanse, like really heavy cleanse. So I'm hoping nothing bothers me, but if like the Mary woman, you know, the gown lady is in fact like she's a, you know, good hearted spirit. She's just trying to, you know, say her story, tell what happened to her. Um, I'm really hoping it doesn't happen again, but that also makes it really scary for me because what if that happens in investigations? Like, uh, I'm really like, what the heck? And I don't want anything negative channeling me either. So that's another part of me that I have to kind of like figure out what is going on and how to like protect myself and things like that. Cause I know like some psychics can do it on command. Like, how do you stop yourself from going in? Like, I couldn't, like, it was weird. I couldn't, like, I didn't know how to stop what was happening. Like, it just started like fading more and more into what 
it was. But yeah, like I said, it was like an, like I could describe to you to the T what the room looked like, who the doctors were above me kind of. And then I saw like, I could see Isaac in the present room, but I was like, wait a second, who are you? Where am I? Like, what is going on? And like, I felt really weird afterwards. Like it was, it was weird. It was something I've never experienced before in all of my life, uh, in all of my life having these abilities that I think, I think I haven't, I don't know if I was younger and have experienced this, but as of right now, I have not experienced anything like that before. So. And to my reply, when it was strange, when I looked at you, your eye went, your left eye, only your left eye, mm-hmm. looked from left to right by itself. And I have, I can't do that. Like I can't do that on command. So. Yeah. I mean, I didn't feel like I was in danger. It was like, the the spirit itself was freaking out and i was freaking out cuz i was like what is going on so yeah that was the reason why yeah, yeah. so that that it, the episode delay was basically because of me because i was having a freak i don't know what and then our we had some like technical difficulties too um leading up to recording that episode like the day before the night no the night of we were trying to do a bonus episode with somebody um and for the my computer was working fine as soon as i went to like go into zoom and do the whole thing it like started jacking up and there was no way to get into it and so yeah i don't i don't i don't know what that was all about so if we ever kind of like delay episodes or something like that i don't know if it's a subject matter i don't know what so if that's the case like yeah yeah. Know that it's not because we're being like lazy and procrastinating or anything like that. It is just literally most of the time, I would say 85% of the time, unless it's sickness or something like that, that is why. So that was technically our haunted update. Yeah. Sorry, that was a long tangent. I tend to do that when I've like freaked out about situations and that freaked me out. But on to today's subject of episode. Um, which has been a form of controversy, but yet the reason why most of us paranormal investigators are paranormal investigators. Ed and Lorraine Warren. Yes. The famous paranormal investigators. OG investigators, you would yeah. say. When it came to the game, they were widely known. But funny enough, most people... Um, it's a love or hate relationship with them. Either you really look up to them. we come to find out. Yeah. Um, to be honest, I mean, I was... I'll say this. Um, in the beginning... When it came to the investigating world and stuff like that, I had no idea who they were. Yeah. And it was only after the first Conjuring movie came out that I even knew who they were. Mm-hmm. I mean, granted, I watched Ghost Adventures, Ghost Hunters, stuff like that. Didn't, what was the show that Lorraine Warren went on? Like, she would go on. Paranormal Encounters? Paranormal State, I bet you it was. One of them. It was but. probably Paranormal State. Because I watched that a lot, and I remember watching her. That's how I first learned about her. I think, because I think Chip Crumbly, which is like a, like a huge psychic person. Um, I think he was with her. Like he would, they would be like the experts that they would call in psychic wise. But a small biography mm-hmm. on Ed and Lorraine Moore. Um, if you're not seen from their movies, right already. Uh, Ed was a uh, demonologist. Self-taught. Self-taught, well, demonologist and, res- and recognized and respected by the Catholic church. Mm-hmm. Um, Lorraine uh, was well versed in, in was it knowledge of the paranormal, but also she was a very skilled psychic. Mm-hmm. Clairvoyant. And amongst other skills. And, yeah. Oh, say. Sorry. No, because I have, like, I don't know. I haven't researched a lot about Ed Warren, per se. But I know, kind of, because I've always been interested in Lorraine Warren. 
and her abilities and stuff like that. I think she was actually, well, see, this is what confuses me because you have, um, you have people that are so against what they did and if they have abilities and all that stuff. Like, I know as soon as we posted the thing that we were doing it, like, we had people that were like, oh, you know, I love Ed and Lorraine Warren. They're awesome. They're like people I look up to. And then there was some that were like, I've done research and they suck. Like, they're not. And that kind of reminds me of, like, the whole ghost adventures thing, how some people think Zach Bagans is legit and some people think he's not. Well, to think Zach has any abilities is is far-fetched. Is he in tune to the paranormal world? Yeah, anyone would be if you spend enough time with it. Mm-hmm. But, like I said to people before, if Zach was an apparent investigator, he'd instantly be somebody in show business because he can entertain. Yeah, and I think with him not having abilities is... Like, for instance, like, I know me as a psychic, I get warnings. And, like, I'll hear, like, right now, left ear is ringing, so I'm trying to talk to me. Anyways, uh, whew, okay. Sorry, starting, and the computer is glitching, which is weird. (laughs) I have a laptop with notes, and I have my phone open with notes, so I'm kind of curious to see what's going to happen. Anyways, um, but this is what I don't understand. Okay, so, even... A beginner psychic. One of their most in tune things is intuition about people. Like any psychic that has, you know, different skills. One of them, pretty much everyone that I've, I've met that's a psychic has intuition because us as humans, we have intuition, gut intuition. So with a psychic, it's automatically amped. So why are, like, why is there a split thing between if Ed and Lorraine Warren was legit and if he was not, you get what I'm saying? Did you well, hear that? That was a chair. Are you sure? Yeah. Okay. Did it sound happy when I did? No, that doesn't sound like a chair. Well, maybe the microphone picked it up. Oh, goodness. <laughs> anyway. Um, that's my chair I thought. Sorry. I'm telling me? you, I'm, excuse me, guys. This episode is going to be bad because... When we talk about ley lines, it's not going to be that bad, which is next week's, but this episode. Can wait till the end. <laughs> anyway, um, no, but brings me to my point is that I know when we start investigating more, mm-hmm. when we start getting our name out to more, especially what I can do when you can do combined together, right? Grant, that combination alone hasn't been talked about a lot. Two psychic couple that are investigators. Yeah. At least one of my ability alone, a shadow walker. I mean, that. by the way, if you want to know what I'm talking about, the whole episode to it. So I'll go back and listen to that one. Anyway, moving on. Um, so when we, when I get told that, right, then you guys over me next and Lorraine Warren, that's, you know, like I said, big shoes to fill because they were the most renowned name and they did a lot of investigations. Well, we're, you know, around the world mm-hmm. from all over England to Americas and stuff like that. And they, Investigated, they exercise and stuff like that. Um, and there ain't being psychic, you can be able to communicate to the other side. And when things got hairy, Ed, you know, of course, demonologists who perform exorcism, or you just get the Catholic Church to get in there. But as we've seen in the movies, not all the time that they had a chance to. But then again, the movies were always hyped up, you would say. Now, we actually spoke to someone who knew them firsthand. 
which is Carl Johnson. Yeah. Right. We actually got to interview him uh, and James Nito, uh way back in October of last year. Yeah, it was one of our Halloween episodes. Yes. And one of the many questions I asked him, because he knew the Warrens firsthand, and mm-hmm. the Conjuring movie based on the, you know, the Conjuring house and all that, the house that happened in New Hampshire, was one of his first investigations. What did you got to look for? Was it New Hampshire? I think it was New Hampshire, Long Island. Rhode Island. Rhode Island. Oh my gosh. It's Rhode Island. Call yourself. It's Rhode Island. I know it now. Okay. Anyway. Northeast. Okay. Anyway. Uh, He was one of the first ones to investigate that house. Because Carl Johnson and his brother Keith Johnson had a paranormal team that had an ad for a newspaper that the Parsons. Yeah, I think it's Parsons, yeah. Or Pearsons. P something. Yeah. Um, Call them and ask them to come investigate the house because the house was going Berserk, they couldn't understand. That's why in the movie, Carl told me that when, you know, this person went up to Lorraine Warren during a, uh, I call it, uh, a seminar, like they usually would do, that wasn't real, right? The only way the Warrens even got word of what's happening in the Conjuring house is because of Carl Johnson and his brother. Yeah. Yeah. They tipped it off to the Warrens because Carl knew them from a, a few investigations in the past and knew that they have dealt stuff like this before. So, Carl said, hey, come check this out. This might be a big alley for stuff to do. And they did. And they kind of took over the investigation. Uh, and Carl and his brother weren't needed afterwards. Mm-hmm. So they didn't know if uh, any of the events happened. But they were told by um, the mother that uh, things got better after the warrants. Yeah. Right. And different documentary stories and stuff like that are out there that you can watch amongst the movie. That gives uh, a basis of the story. Now, was was the mother possessed? Not not entirely what you saw, but um, the land is. And the story of uh, Bathsheba, uh, the witch that cursed the land and stuff like that, that's true. With the witch's name, no one really knows, but they know a woman cursed the land by sacrificing her child. Yeah. Because the land was stolen from her by settlers or something like that. Yeah. So anyone who ever said there would be cursed. Yeah. Um, and even today, you can actually go there as a bed and breakfast. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, bed and breakfast? I thought it was just like you stay the night there. Yeah, Air, Airbnb, I think. Oh, my God. Right? Yeah. Which, I mean, who's not going to want? I mean, there's a lot of people not going to want to stay there, but it's a lot yeah, of them. Well, I think I looked, and it was like booked out until like next year. Yeah. Would-be Jeez. investigators would go there to try try their oh, hand. Yeah. 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 But that's one of the first cases that I guess got them known. Mm-hmm. Even though there was cases beforehand that um, I guess got what got their feet wet and things like that, and it, he was one of the things that uh, Carl said the most about that he liked about the film because I asked him, you know, was it you know was it all make believe? You know, was any of it true? And he goes, I mean, the story was played up and stuff like that, but he said the one thing that was true to the most was watching the actors play and Lorraine Warren. He says that because he was happy watching it because that reminded them him of them. How they yeah. acted on screen, how their relationship was between each other is like how they were in real life. He said, yeah. that's what they got right more than anything. Yeah. So, I guess comfort or at least evidence that when you're watching those movies, that you're watching how their personality, their relationship with each other is how it was from someone who knew them firsthand. Yeah. And up until, you know, Ed's death and Lorraine's death, uh, Carl kept in contact with them. Yeah. Um, Carl Johnson, one of the OG investigators too he goes back and been doing it for a long time funny enough 
this every single movie is based on the investigation, as as we know, right? Like it was the recent one. If you haven't seen it yet, I know you watched it with me. Yeah, the newest. Yeah, don't don't come for me. I haven't watched all of them in order. <laughs> well, no, because I have to be very, very, very even with horror movies. For whatever reason, it gives me a really bad feeling sometimes. And if you're a psychic, you know what I mean. Um, there's actually like a bunch of videos going around on TikTok about that specific thing. So I got to watch out with Ghost Adventures. I got to watch out with uh, like exorcism movies. They they get me. I don't know. I don't know why. I can't like. Ugh. Ugh, I just I can't sometimes. But I'm I've gotten like better. Ask I can watch it. Um. Funny enough, I had a dream, and I'm not even kidding. And I wish like I was because it's weird. Anyways, I had a dream. So for those of you that have heard me talk a little bit about my abilities, I have really intense like dream stuff like i wish i could remember everything but i don't remember everything and if i do remember it is very important and it's not like there's a lot of meanings behind it and i've been able to link up my dreams to stuff like that's happened in real life and that's like almost like premonition dreams but not really anyways so i had watched a conjuring movie and i had seen her again spoiler alert if you haven't watched it go forward (laughs) Um, but I had watched that scene where she's in the woods and she's doing the pendulum and I was like, Hmm, I've never really, like, that's interesting that, that, that's, you know, and so my sister, who's very into crystals and everything else, I asked her about the pendulum. We kind of tested it out. She had one. She wanted me to see if I liked it. Anyways, that night I went to sleep and I had a dream and I can almost I can almost tell you exactly the room, but uh, it was Lorraine. It was a hundred percent Lorraine Warren, and she handed me a pendulum. The next day, I messaged uh, Starting Family Crystals. I was like, "Hey, do you have a pendulum? Like, do you guys sell them?" And she sent me back a picture. She's like, "Hey, I have these," and it was exactly I kid you not exactly the pendulum that was in the dream. And so I got the pendulum and I actually used it on an investigation and it broke. But it kind of led me into the way of like, hmm, maybe I will use a pendulum. It broke because you washed it. By accident. <laughs> Don't ever leave. Because I leave all my crystals and stuff in my back pocket. And we were in like the deep woods that day and, or that night. And I accidentally washed my jeans. Meh. So that's okay. I'm going to get another one. I buried it and protecting the house now now um like i said before majority of the movies that are based on especially the current one they'll maybe do it right which based on the case uh march 19 1981 uh where a grand jury returned after an indictment against arnie johnson uh for killing um the alan bono uh, i guess it was his uh friend essentially and the whole reason why he said that he stabbed his friend was uh he was possessed uh, by a demon or the devil essentially the devil didn't mean to do it now actually there's a couple of times when people tr- uh said that they did what their acts were because you know they were possessed right so he was on the first one but because the warrens were involved they were the most popular at the time uh or at least got the most publicity from it because before then um 
people tried, but it was the first time in a long time that it got to the level that it was, hence why it got turned into a movie and why the Warrens were involved. The Warrens went out to prove that he did his acts under possession, which, from the evidence they allowed to show that it was considered, right? Mm-hmm. But the jury just said he was up to mental instability at the moment of time, and they still tried him for murder, but he got a lightened sentence. Yeah. But um, his girlfriend at the time waited for him to get out of prison, got married, and had kids. So, I mean, he only served like five years, I think. So, Well, did you ever hear that theory of that, like, a lot? They believe that a lot. I can't remember if it was, like, a guy that works at a, or a psychic that works at a mental facility. But they think a lot of people that have been locked up for mental stuff has been, they're possessed or not. Or they have some a dark attachment. Well, my small amount of psychology that I always learned, um, mm-hmm. and the one thing that comes with people that are insane mm-hmm. is that an insane person doesn't know they're insane. They mm-hmm. believe their insanity is the reality. Mm-hmm. So that is a ultimate test to find out if someone's crazy or not, or at least early sign that someone is going insane or has a mental disorder to begin with. They believe their reality is real, even mm-hmm. though. Yeah, so it's schizophrenia. Um, uh, what's the other ones? Dementia and stuff like that. Our mind falling apart. Mental illnesses are diagnosed the way they are because your mind is creating realities that aren't, aren't existing around you. In his case, he couldn't remember the acts. He said it was like a dream when he was doing it. Like he was in control of his own body. Dang. Right? And people that are in the same cell now, who knows how many cases have that, that happened to you? Like, uh, and they, they're stuck there forever. And because of continuation and stuff like that, that might be good patients and the doctor has to figure out. Then again, they can still technically be oppressed and connected to possession and almost entrapped there forever. Because just second they show any signs of that, they show signs of possession. But a doc says, I don't know, it's a mental illness. And that's a different differentiation. Try to get the word out. That people have to understand when it comes to possession and mental illness at the same time. And that is a ongoing study. Yeah. But determining whether someone's possessed or uh, uh, mentally unstable is something that any priest, any doctor, any investigator have to consider before they actually go through with any kind of form of exorcisms. Yeah. You know, if doing anything could cause harm to the person versus, oh, this person's actually possessed. We need to get this thing out of her or him you know, when it happens in that situation. So it seems that, that more possessions have with women. Mm. Seems that way. I don't say it is. Not necessarily, because it always seems like, like, what is it? The Amityville Horror one was the husband, right? I, I was looking up uh, famous cases that the Warrens are part of. Amityville Horror was one of them. Yeah. I did not know that. I thought it was its own separate thing. But ever since, um, yeah, the Warrens were involved, or essentially with it, and he claimed the building is haunted. It got popular, and so it got made a movie in the eighties and stuff like that. Well, like I think the problem with the movies is that like they're they're exaggerating. They exaggerate. Well, of course, they got to make money. Yeah, so they exaggerate and they do like the jump scares, and it wasn't like because obviously you know they're doing an hour and a half movie and they're not going to prolong, but probably the Warrens' cases and stuff like that took days and weeks, months. It wasn't just like you know what I mean quick yeah. like the next day um funny enough another story that's connected to them you remember that movie the haunting in connecticut yeah yep Dang. They, they investigated that too now what's funny is that 
and you think about the Warrens and their long, long, uh, how long they were investigating, mm-hmm. how long many cases they did. Some widely known, some not so widely known, right? One of the most famous cases of all, right, is is Annabelle. Oh, I hate. God them. dang it. Oh, <laughs> well, speaking of that, you want to know something creepy? Hmm. A little fun fact. I went to an antique store. Which, if you're psychic, beware. Like, wear protection when you go to an antique store because uh, a lot of attachments. Anyways, I went to this Halloween or Halloween store. That's what it should have been called. Anyways, I went to this antique store, and I haven't been in an antique store in years. The last one I went to was the Blanco one, where that stuff moved. Mm. Anyways, so I went in there with my family, and I didn't realize how old some of the stuff was. And anyways, uh, my sister had told me last time she went that there was this doll that was not right. And they called it Annabelle. And I saw it. And it, as soon as I saw it, like, it looked almost like one of those zombie dolls. Remember Hot Topic used to sell them? Mm. It looked like that. But it had sunken in eyes and they called it Annabelle. And, um, it was in a glass case. So I don't know if it was just like a whatever. I looked at it though. There's something though with that because it was like a, I kept seeing like a red river, like a river of red. Like, it was, uh, I don't know if that was a warning to me, like, hey, don't look at that too long. Well, it leads me to my next point. Yeah. Or next thing to talk about. Um, the Warrens, amongst their many cases they have done, have a museum. An occult museum, as they call it. Right? Mm-hmm. It's a collection of items from every one of their investigations. Something, a haunted object, mostly, of a case that they did. They took this building and place it there, this room, and that actually the room part of their house, that they house all these things. And it's become the most haunted, one of the most haunted rooms in the entire world because of all the collection of haunted objects there. Mm-hmm. Do some of these objects still hold power? Probably not. But they're still there, and some of them still do. And the one that's most dangerous of all is Annabelle. And she's kept in, a, kept in a glass case that's sealed with holy water and all different form of other... uh Protection seal, sorry. To keep her from getting out. Or at least keeping the entity that's in her out. Now, uh, the original, how they even got hold of Animal in the first place was a couple of college girls picked up the doll from an antique store. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm not a fan. And they started having hauntings happening at their home. And they would find Annabelle in different positions and they left her from the previous night. Mm. And she was moving around. And they called the Warrens to them. The Warrens said there's something inside this doll. Uh, possibly demonic or an evil spirit, you want us to take it off your hands. Which she did. And they kept her in a thing. And that's one of the most original things, the most dangerous things, because what they found out about Annabelle is that she, she is possessed by, the Raggedy Ann doll, by the way, is uh, either possessed or houses an evil spirit, a demonic force. Now, my theory goes in the form that I don't think it houses one. I think Annabelle, the, the doll itself, is a portal for demonic forces, evil spirits to come through. Mm. Hence why it's not always dangerous, but it is. Yeah. And they always say not to insult Annabelle when you go see her or stuff like that. Or don't even, don't touch her is the ultimate thing. Now, Zach, one of the episodes that they actually had Annabelle on, um, touched her, touched her foot. Caused, and he had pain in his foot for some reason. His right foot, or his, yeah, his hand. Yeah, I remember that because it was a big thing with the son-in-law, wasn't it? Or yeah, it's their son-in-law, oh, yeah, their son-in-law. daughter's husband, yeah, who's now in possession of Annabelle. Yeah, yeah. 
And it caused a big controversy between them. I, I'm not going to go into it. It's too much yeah. to talk about. Yeah. But, yeah, so that, that happened with them. And there's some story about a biker that insulted Annabelle, and like 30 minutes later on his ride home, he died. Jeez. Yeah. Whether it's real or not, I don't know. But just go the full warning. Don't mess with it. And it has to go with the same line of other hunted dolls, like uh, Robert the Doll. Oh, God. Yeah. Don't insult you know, don't, don't insult him. Don't take his picture without his permission and stuff like that. Bad things happen to people that do. Yeah. So well, that's like too. You got to be really careful because I remember there is a there's a lot of like antique like markets here that like like people buy booths and they sell stuff. And I remember I was looking. Um, there's a big one. There's actually two big ones in our town and our city. And uh, I remember zooming in because I. I Saw this clown doll and this like porcelain doll, and it was not a good vibe. So, word of the wise: be careful when you go to antique stores because, yeah, like there is a lot of stuff. When I walked into that one that I went into, not fun, guys, because it's a vessel and it looks human-like. That's one of the reasons why entities get intrigued by dolls because it's a vessel that looks like a human. And they could do whatever they want with it, in a sense. Yes. And then humans find them comforting, like little kids. So, of course, why wouldn't they? Now, one of the most interesting cases that I ever found that the Warrens investigated on, um, which actually have a book that I need, I need to read, because they wrote several books. It's kind of how they made their money amongst um, uh, seminars and stuff like that. Yeah. Because they never charged for investigations. So when people think, oh, they have to make their money and stuff like that, that's how. They wrote books. They sold those, sold those books and stuff like that. Um, Ed Warren died long before the con- Conjure movies even came out. Yeah. So. um, But it's the possession of Maurice Theriault. If I'm saying his last name right. Um, They called him Frenchy. Because he was Frenchy, by the way. Whatever. Um, he grew up in New England. Uh, he worked long hours in his family farm. Um, he deals with his father's abuse uh, when he was a kid, and he would become more and more violent to his son as he became older. Frenchie, or Maurice, uh, began to ask for help, calling upon anyone. This is when he's getting abused by his father. Uh, anyone he could for help, unknowingly asking the devil for help. Ooh. Right? Uh, it was also during this time that he witnessed something horrific at the farm's barn. It never explained fully, but it which hinted at involving some kind of sex act or something. He saw as a child. Mm. Never was explained why. But apparently he was forced to watch a participants in acts. So probably something uh, devil worshipish. Yeah. Right? Uh, Maurice began to notice differences in himself. He, he had increased strength, knowledge of things he never learned. He eventually left and floated around New England for years. In spring of 1985, the town noticed something unusual going on. With Maurice, blood would randomly appear in the house on, sorry, appear on his house, and usual strength continued. The most disturbing activity, uh, Maurice, it was, or yeah, it was, that was one of the most disturbing things: seeing blood on his house and stuff like that. It was decided that, that it was a case of possession, and uh, Bishop McKinnon was called in and agreed to perform exorcism. The exorcism was successful, though there's still questions of what happened to the farm on North Main. Now, the Warrens investigated um, and were part of that possession because they were the investigators to ask to investigate uh, Maurice's home and himself and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Now, there's other stories that surround Maurice that uh, he 
killed uh, his girlfriend in Ader or something. Oh, amongst other things, and there's like other other stories and stuff like that. But that's just the basis synopsis of what happened. Now I got to read that book, Seeds Harvest, because that's basically on, on the investigations that they did and the things that the Warrens saw while they're uh, investigating him, his home, and the exorcism that led up to helping him. Yeah. So one of those interesting cases that might get made into a movie later. Who knows? Ugh, that sounds <laughs> But uh going back on Lorraine Warren and her abilities. No, she was actually tested. I, I can't remember the lady that tested her, but she was like a psychotherapist and actually tested her and said she was above normal for clairvoyance. Which I, clairvoyance is the I believe the all knowing of the voyance or not voyance, but clair. <laughs> I think so. Let me double check that. Just because most psychics yeah. are yeah. clairvoyant. A clairvoyant is a person who claims to have a supernatural ability to perceive events in the future or beyond normal sensory contact. So, similar example, psychic, fortune teller, crystal gazer, prophet. Yeah. In your case, it's like getting an answer before asking the question. Yep. Yeah. Which happens to me. Which is scary, which I don't know how I, don't know how I feel about this. You know, you have that list of, uh, like, Claire's, Claire clairvoyant clairaudient like all of those things telepath telepathy i don't know why i say i have a hard time how do you say it telepathy telepathic yes <laughs> sorry i know i'm weird anyways um but like the list of everything like psychics and mediums are and there's a lot like i would say about 95 percent i check off which is interesting so yeah but like the conjuring movie when i watched it the, the most recent one i if that is truly what lorraine warren goes to because obviously we don't know because we weren't there that's what people have to understand yeah there's writings and there's stuff like that but you don't know if it's true or you don't really know if it's fake all you can go off is like the research that's out there and um what people that know her have said and um yeah so just to show our unbiasedness that we're not um complete fan boy and girls about this uh we did look up anything controversial surrounding the war and stuff like that and there's there's countless things about them being frauds and them not containing real evidence and blah 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 this and blah blah that which like i said there's spectators out there they're going to question everything that they did and everything surrounding that yeah right like i mean just look at our post yeah <laughs> and that's something that i know we and you are going to have to deal with in the future the second and moments, even now, that uh, we start getting any kind of, but people start knowing who we are and we start getting our name more out there, is that then the people question everything that we do. Heck, we don't. Technically, we've even had, we've had people that have messaged, um, like, us. Like, the one guy that was like, Isaac's a fraud. He just wants to have abilities. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, so, I mean, anybody in the higher limelight of paranormal investigating, they're going to get, you're going to get shade, especially if you're a psychic or whatever. There's, I mean, you look on psychics on TikTok, some of them are really good. And I can tell you that they're really good. They still get people that are like, you suck. You're not real. Yeah. And then number one, people things that they see against the warrants when it comes to them being frauds and, and all those other things because they are out for money. Mm-hmm. They were out for money and fame. They didn't it, charge. 
Well, they didn't charge for the investigation, so where do they get their money from? Oh, their book sales and their seminars. Okay, okay, okay. How many people went to those seminars? How many people bought their books? Who even knew the hell they were? Like myself before the Conjuring movie. Mm. Nobody. Even to this but- day, I'll yeah. ask people that are not in the paranormal community, do you know who the warrants are? But who was that? And I say, oh, you know the Conjuring movie? Yeah, that's them. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's that's the only way they know who the hell they are. Yeah. Right? So, what fame yeah. amongst the paranormal community? And even back when they were at their peak of what they were doing, there was no internet. Yeah. There's bare, I mean, there's newspapers and magazines, but you think about how many of those people read it if you were not in the paranormal community. It was really underground. So, when people tell me they did it for money and fame, not a lot of money was even they they survived they they had comfortable life they could travel and go to places like that but other from that they weren't rich mm-hmm. they didn't have millions of dollars in their bank accounts that they just spend freely whatever they want so yeah. that's why it's hard for me to believe that they were strictly out there just to get money and fraud because if they were they would charge people for the investigations mm-hmm. and i know every single i time. know people that charge for investigations and now, when it comes to peer investigators today, mm-hmm. there are two types. There are those who are seeking fame, like on the levels of Ghost Avengers and Ghost Hunters and other paranormal shows, mm-hmm. and those out there that are truly out there to help people. Mm-hmm. Now, there's a lot of peer investigators that say they're truly out there to help people, but they're really in it to get fame. I remember I had this discussion with, with Mike, or one of our other paranormal investigators, and, I, and when it comes to if we ever thought of adding future members. Mm-hmm. I don't think we would ever add anybody else unless it'd be someone to strictly record us. Yeah. Because even if we are not seeking fame, which we're not that, and there's something that I always thought I would say to any film producer or anybody like that out there that would even like ask us to do a show or something like that. I'll tell them straight up. Like I'll let you know right now, we're not out there to collect evidence or anything like that. Uh, if you want to record us and catch stuff when we're doing it, go right ahead. But that's not our, our, our prerogative. Every place that we go to, after we leave it, is going to be less haunted. All darkness will be taken out of there, and the spirits that want to move on, that want to move on, we're going to help them move on. So, every place we go to, after we leave it, it's going to be less haunted. So, I know that controversy is going to happen to us in the future when it comes to that stuff like that. So, it's not going to be something that's completely unknown, or at least not, we're not unknowledgeable about it. So, there is some sympathy. I have for them because of that. Now, there is uh, the other controversy that came to light within the last couple of years. Um, and it has to do with a sexual allegations against Ed Warren involving a young girl. Now, nothing was proven. Nothing was taken in court. None of it. Yeah. Though she came out in recent years of everything that happened. Of course, Ed Warren's not alive to defend himself, and neither is Lorraine. Yeah. So. Don't know. Don't know. So, without any proof, and I'm not one to go blaming someone saying you did it when someone is talking, just talking about them. When it comes to when it comes to stuff like that, right? Especially people that are out there just to. If you want to take your own research on it, go right ahead. I'm not going to convince you otherwise. I'm just letting you know what I think about situations like that when it comes to things like that, because there are people who are out there that are vindictive that want to ruin people's names. When it comes down to it, in all simple facts. And when we talk about Ed and Lorraine Warren, and other people do as well, investigators. They were pioneers in the, in the paranormal world as investigators, as exercisers, as psychics, stuff like that. 
they were one of the original names in it. Most the most famous ones. And their stories and their investigations are well known within the paranormal community. And I've quoted her saying this before, and it's kind of what we live by as investigators, as me and you. Kind of, uh, it's kind of our prerogative. Mm-hmm. Right? Warren always said it, is that when people get their stuff stolen or broken into, they have the police to call. When they're sick, they have to go to the doctor, doctor to call. When it comes to the paranormal, they don't have anybody to call. And that was them. And that's what we, we want to be. It's kind of live in that image. Yeah. Of trying to help people when it comes. To, and that is kind of the reason why I want to do this episode. Because I wanted to talk about them. Yeah. I never knew them. I mean, from what we've heard in their movies and stuff like that. And our small interview called Johnson. Right? Mm-hmm. So. But. If we can live up to that mantle. We're pretty goddamn awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I thought we mentioned in the beginning. Or midway through. Somewhere. <laughs> Uh, our next episode, which is coming out Friday, mm-hmm. if all things go according to plan. Yeah, hopefully. I don't think I'm going to get any weird stuff in ley lines, but then again, I don't know because we were doing the investigation. So, there's a whole episode on ley lines. Um, a small brief thing on ley lines, uh, if you don't know, um, there are geometrical lines that intersect at different points across the earth that have heavy amounts of electro- electromagnetic activity. And there's a correlation with historical monuments, too. Yes. Um, and paranormal activity. Some of these ley lines up, intersect a lot at one Pacific places, causing a lot of electromagnetic feedback to happen. And we're going to talk about that. Those, those locations, their correlations, other places like that. And also, um, my theory, which I'm going to try to research between now and then, that maybe some run through my ranch. The infamous ranch. Yeah. And maybe that's why it's haunted. Possible. I mean, it's just a theory, but I was asked that one time. Are ley lines running through there? Like, I, I don't know. There's got to be a way you could probably. They probably mapped it out and you could probably put your Google address in there. Yeah. So I'll find out that way. Um. So that's next week's episode on Friday. This chunk, this episode you listen to now. Wednesday. Is Wednesday. <laughs> I was waiting for you to answer that. <laughs> um, but as always, guys, you can check our social media at uh, Hidden in the Shadows. Our Instagram at Hidden in the Shadows uh, podcast. Um, our Twitter at Hidden in the Shadows 6. Our TikTok at Hidden in the Podcast 2. Or if you want links to all our social media, you can go to our website at Hidden in the Shadows Podcast.com. Also has links to our merch. So you actually can get a shirt if you want to. Yes. Um, also, if you feel like it, give us a rating on our, uh, yeah, listen on uh, Apple. Uh, subscribe if you listen on Spotify or wherever you're listening to. All right, let's give a good shout out or share it with anybody you might know who likes the paranormal and spooky shit because we're going to have a lot of cool interviews coming up uh, within this month and next month, especially. Yes. Yes. Um, but as always, we'll catch your widows in the next one. Yes. Yes.